Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me up when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Okay, folks, stand by for buzz. But first, here's a brief word about home title log. Deborah's home was stolen. You know this story. I, I don't mean thieves stole stuff. I mean, scammers literally stole her home. The FBI calls home title theft one of the fastest growing white collar crimes. This story is why you need home title log. Deborah says criminals found the titles of her home online and filed fraudulent documents claiming they owned it. Wait, it gets worse. Deborah also says she was evicted from her home and 85 grand in equity was disappeared, gone. Nobody believes you can get your home stolen this easily. Folks, this is why you need to get home title log because no insurance or bank protects your home from title theft. First things first, go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and don't know it. Then sign up to help protect the legal title to your home so you don't end up like Deborah. And to get you started, I got you 60 risk-free days of protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. And now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. It was not written for chiefs. Hear me. Hear this? We the people. That what you called Eid Plebnista was not written. For the chiefs or the kings or the warriors or the rich or the powerful, but for all the people. Down the centuries, you have slurred the meaning out of the words, we, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this constitution these words and the words that follow were not written only for the yangs but for the comms as well comms they must apply to everyone or they mean nothing do you understand i do not fully understand Bob Seska. It appears Seska has been genetically altered. The Bob Seska Show. <laughs> you know, I figured we needed a pep talk from William Shatner. 
One of the great recitations of the preamble to the Constitution. From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, February 18, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com, the greatest soap ever. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1,125 of the Trump crisis, 259 days until the 2020 presidential election. Can't come soon enough. I'm telling you. All right, let's bring in my good friend, Buzz Burbank, sitting right hello, over there. Hello, 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 hello. Hi, Bob. Hi, everybody. Hi, hi Buzz. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling tranquil today. Tranquil. Trunk, yes, domestic tranquility. Trunk, tranquils, tranquils <laughs> were my mother's favorite flower. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he's Bob. I'm Buzz. We're the guys on the back row punching the seats in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I'm, I'm just cranky today because I didn't sleep very well. I was up all night and uh, worried that the billionaire might not qualify for the Democratic debate. I just... I know. He had he had so much working against him, Bob. <laughs> hey, here's today's uh, Bob Seska show travel tip. Okay, if you're uh, if you're headed out on a cruise, uh, don't forget to pack your sunscreen and your hazmat suit. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, some good news and bad news today. Uh, you know, I like to uh, glass half full. You, you know me. Oh yes, of course. Uh, so first, uh, the bad news: uh, the Boy Scouts of America has filed for bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the good news is they're now offering a, a Chapter Eleven merit badge. <laughs> yes, the post-recession economy. Welcome to it. Uh, and and exciting news today for sports fans: uh, President Trump has just pardoned the 2019 Houston Astros. <laughs> All right. Justice. I, did the Astros no, I cheat? I assume the Astros I, cheated on they, something. They, they, they did, Bob, but they're not legally charged with anything, so you couldn't really pardon them, you know. But uh, <laughs> did they, they deflate yeah. the football again? Is that they, what we're baseball. talking about? They, oh, they were oh, deflating oh, baseball. Baseball. Yes. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm just playing dumb. Yeah. That's what no, I'm I don't. Bob, Bob and I don't follow the sports game. I don't like sports ball all that much. I try to every once in a while. I say, hey, you know, maybe I'll check out some football, and then I watch it for three minutes, and I get insanely bored. And I have to go to something, you know, like a uh, C-SPAN discussion on reapportionment. You know, that's the sort of thing <laughs> that gets my pulse pounding. We're more arena politics. Yeah, if I want to take a nap on on a Sunday afternoon, TV golf. Let me just recommend. <laughs> that's right. Nothing, nothing will make you feel more tranquil. Well, so here's the thing: I don't have coronavirus. I just want to make that abundantly clear. Okay. I don't God. have coronavirus. In fact, I don't have any sort of plague. That's not even in the picture, but I will say that I got some kind of bug, and it's not a head oh, cold. Dear. It's not one of the head bugs, but yeah. I just, I felt feverish, and well, my stomach, let's put it this way. You know that scene in Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> that, <laughs> oh, dear. That's all I got to do, and I, I looked at that clip on YouTube today, and I thought, do I do I make a copy of this? Do I actually make a sound of Jeff Daniels I, on the no, 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 we don't need that. No. Here, here's what, here's what, I just, just, you know, protect the Brooklyn and sheets. That's all I, I think is all that's important. <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm wearing them like a giant diaper, just like yeah, Elvis use, Presley. Use the old sheets. Um, if I sound a little logy today, if I'm a little slow on the uptake, you'll have to forgive me. You'll have to bear with me because... I am dealing with something that's not the coronavirus, and I don't know what well, it is. It's just been a I'm couple sorry. of days of this, yeah. I'm sorry you're not well. We'll try to slap you into <laughs> excitement or something. Yes. Hey, you know what would make me feel great? Talking about the Democrats right now. 
Oh, really? Oh, well, yeah. Co- no, not really. It, the, the, we've got a Democratic debate tomorrow. It's the Nevada yes. debate. It looks yes. like uh, Mike Bloomberg might be in that debate. Um, uh-huh. Apparently, there was a last-minute poll, something early this morning uh, on NPR. NPR. Yeah. Yes. How, do you know anything about that? I didn't see what the results of that poll were. I guess it was supposed to determine whether yeah. or not Bloomberg would be in the debate. Well, it, and there could be other polls released today that would further determine that. But yeah. but he crossed that threshold and qualified in, I believe, uh, at around 6 a.m. Eastern uh, today. Uh, Lawrence O'Donnell tipped us off to this last night yes. on MSNBC in the crossover that that, uh, that poll would be coming out. And uh, being the first uh, poll with that kind of result, with an over 10% for Bloomberg, mm-hmm. uh, then uh, we don't need any other polls, but there may be others today that will uh, further shore that up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, of course, right now, uh, it's just getting started. If you think that yes, it's been it's tough early. on the Democratic side for the last, I don't know, six months, if you think the shovel fight happening among the Democrats has been tough since, uh, I don't know, since the summertime when there was 28 people running for president, it's <laughs> yeah. about to get a whole lot worse. We're now in deep, deep, deep into silly season politics, and we've only got a primary and a caucus under our belts, and and if you look on Twitter, and I understand that Twitter does not mm. represent oh. the. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. That's really yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah, but if you if you look at Twitter, though, I mean, my <laughs> yes. God, everyone is destroying everyone. It is like Thunderdome it's... right now on the Democratic <laughs> yeah. side. Two it men is. enter, one men leave, and this happens every four years with the Democrats. Every time there's a primary uh, season, we end up just beating ourselves senseless, beating each other bloody. Well. I was just going to say some will fall. I mean, some of these yeah. shovel, some of these shovel blows will be fatal uh, to some other candidates. Mm-hmm. And, and I can't emphasize enough how early we are in the process, especially mm-hmm. for this kind of, to use my dad's word, rancor. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, it's it's really early for that in mm. that uh, the primaries we've had so far, the primary and the caucus we've had so far, yeah. are not at all representative of the race ahead. And so the results from those, while interesting, uh, while indicative of those populations, uh, don't speak for what's happening nationally. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's much too early for that. Uh, there are is every reason to believe that uh, Buttigieg won't do well in Nevada. Uh, and and in certainly in South Carolina, uh, there's some speculation about that. We we were, were watching how Biden does. A lot of things could change with a lot of bigger contests coming up. And by the way, brace yourselves for some chaos in the Nevada caucus this oh, weekend. God, it's going to be a fun uh, with Saturday, right? Saturday is the yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be a crazy. Oh, I'm going to say a crazy week and a half. So uh, here's what I, here's my fantastic weekend coming up. But I know it's only Tuesday, yes. and I shouldn't be looking this far ahead because who knows no. what the hell is going to happen between now and then. But right. this weekend, I get to prepare my taxes for my accountant, ah. and there's a Democratic debate. So it's going to be a super exciting, lovely weekend of just <laughs> relaxing and unwinding for me. So yeah. please, please don't be jealous well, of my wonderful private life, my wonderful if, domestic life. If yeah, I've been there. And, but if you do have time for TV <laughs> golf, be sure and squeeze that in. Oh, that's right. Well, yes. I, here's the thing that's bugging me also on the Democratic side. And I don't want to go into a deep dive on this right now because I'm going to do uh-huh. a deep dive about this for my Buzz Burbank news and comment commentary oh, good. coming good. up for Thursday. I'm going to dig into uh, the circulation of pro-Trump propaganda online 
mm-hmm. by liberals. That mm-hmm. is that is the topic that I'm going to get into uh, for uh, the commentary on your news and comment program on Thursday. And the reason I want to get into this is because I saw a firsthand instance of this occur in which someone used uh, an article that they saw online that fit perfectly with their, whoever their favorite candidate is. I don't want to get into details right now. And then posted this article online. It was from a no-name blog site. Of course, all the stuff that we have been warning about for the last uh, almost four years since Russia started its active measures, flooding the zone with uh, Russian propaganda in favor of Trump. And we've been talking about, it's not like this hasn't been a topic of news. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like we haven't been discussing over and over again how it's bad to just blindly share material simply because it fits within your worldview because then you're just letting Trojan horses into the uh, into the mix here. And what happens is that in this particular case, someone did exactly that and I did a deep dive into that site and mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah, definitely pro-Trump propaganda. So I'm going to get into all of that. But I mean, the bottom line is is that there are people on our side. I mean, remember we've been talking about yes. exclusively Trump supporters being manipulated by this Death Star that uh, Brad Parscale has set up in Roslyn, Virginia, and everything that's surrounding that. Of course, Russian propaganda inserted in the mix too. And we've been warning about how the Trump supporters, the Red Hats, are all going to be circulating this crap. Well, it turns out that those of us on the left who should know better are going to be doing it too. Or they are actually yeah. are doing it currently, I should say. Well, I, as I recall, we finished last Tuesday's show by by issuing a warning, by asking people, please, mm-hmm. please, please be careful out there. I don't remember if it was on the post-mortem show or in the main show itself. I, I listed uh, ways you can help avoid uh, yeah. that sort of thing online. Right. Uh, it's it's really very rudimentary, very, but it's very, very important uh, to do those things and to be careful. Think before you tweet. Yes. Think before you post. Uh, it's it's a minefield out there. Yeah, and yeah. I look I look forward to your your commentary because I want to learn more from it on Thursday. Plus, this week I get to know in advance what it's going to be. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> n- now I mean I feel like now more than ever we really need to right. be better consumers of information yeah, online. Exactly, I mean, that's true of mainstream news media yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, for all the complaints from the consumer about the news media, <laughs> the news media has some complaints about the consumer. <laughs> uh, and 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 about to your point about uh, the kinds of things that are being uh, shared and retweeted, or for that matter, just philosophically adopted yeah. by cynical liberals and by, for that matter, Bob, cynical uh, moderates, cynical—I'm mm-hmm. uh, sorry, cynical independents yeah. uh, as well—who uh, embrace. They go, well, you know, and, and it's really part of that both sides are bad crowd, and we have them. Among liberals and as well as among independents and certainly very much among Republicans, yeah. this this attitude, cynicism is our is our most concerning disease, I think, yeah, at yeah. least for the Democratic Party. Well, it's cynicism. And I would say second to that is a oh God, a strain of self-defeatism. Uh, yes. Where- oh, we're screwed. Oh, we're screwed now. And I, you know, I mean, those have been. Those those sort of posts have been milestones, mile markers yeah, for me yeah. along all of this because I've seen this 
month after month after month after month through mm-hmm. all of this nightmare and and uh, you know people saying oh well this is it this is, it's all over now yeah and, yeah and 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 it isn't yet and maybe we can take a lesson from that and keep going just astonishing and i, I really hadn't intended to get off on this but while we're here i might as well uh-huh. dig in because okay. it's just astonishing given the degree of the trump crisis right now given how as we speak he is expanding his executive power he's taking full advantage of the unitary executive theory, but yet there are still Democratic voters, liberals online and elsewhere who are you know, f- gone fully down the road of fill in the blank or bust. They've taken their candidate mm-hmm. and they've said, okay, this candidate, I'm identifying with this candidate. This candidate represents my personal identity. I am now wrapped into, I'm invested into this candidate. And in, if this candidate is not the nominee, yeah. I'm not voting for anyone else because anyone else is a racist or a terrible person or wh- just all of these other things that are wrapped up around the other candidates who are not your candidate. And, yeah. and, and I, I like the fact that you i like the fact that you and actually many others and and i'd like to include myself in that group i'm glad we are uh, trying to strike down that sort of thinking and and say look it's okay because we're all kind of saying the same thing Uh, those who are with you on this bob we're all we're all basically saying support your candidate don't denigrate the other candidates in case it turns out to be the nominee who will help you beat Trump. That's right. Don't shoot. Don't shoot yourself in the foot, or in this case, don't shoot one of the five remaining toes. <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, and by the way, I was thinking about this this morning. You and I are. are we have some of the. You and I feature some of the best uh, qualities of the Democratic candidates. Uh, we, we'll never, of course, have the money of uh, Bloomberg or Tom Steyer. Uh, speak for but, yourself. But, but but we but we do have no. You never will, Bob. But we do have. We, we do have the passion of Elizabeth Warren, uh, the wisdom of Joe Biden, yeah. uh, the discipline of Pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. and, and all the warmth of Bernie Sanders. Yeah. So we're, we're, I think we've got <laughs> their best qualities covered. That's right. That's why we're supporting all four of those people. And if it's not one of those four people, well, <laughs> God damn it, I am voting for Donald Trump. That's what's happening. Oh, my God. I, know, I, I really haven't picked anyone. I mean, to be completely honest, yeah. I, I do have some favorites among there for different reasons. And I, I see their strengths and I see their weaknesses. And I, I know what's going on, you know, but I'm just not ready. And I think a lot of Americans, and this is, you know, this can be bad. There are a lot of sort of potentially bad things going on mm-hmm. here. Uh, uh, the, the, so, the, uh, the uh, sort of left wing of the party and the, and the moderate wing of the party, uh, the struggle there and the fact that it's all the moderates and uh, the moderates are undecided. And I'm one of those people. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know, who who best to pit against Bernie Sanders for the for the finals. Yeah. You know, for the, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Well, you know, there are and I really haven't prioritized who my favorites are, but I do know who my least favorites are. There oh, are sure. maybe two or three candidates who are still running right now who I would prefer not to be the nominee. But everyone else, fine and dandy. It's just like, I mean, for me, it's all about 100% about just let's just get to a nominee so we can all focus on mass against yes, that bloated sack of trans fats in the white house and nail that guy to the wall. And in the meantime, it's just like, I'm just on a roller coaster hanging on for dear life. Oh, I'm just, I'm just watching the numbers and yeah. seeing uh, who people like. Right. And, and on the subject of who people like, mm-hmm. uh, bless your hearts. Uh, those of you online. And for that matter, in real life, yeah. uh, who, who, 
still support and uh, Kamala Harris and and want her to be mm-hmm. the nominee. Uh, bless your hearts because you've you've chosen well. You've shown, yeah. uh, I think, excellent taste uh, in in a candidate. Unfortunately, and what y'all have to come to accept is she didn't have the poll numbers. The the news media didn't crush her. And if I may say so, I'm not sure the news media has crushed Elizabeth Warren. I think it's it's just too early yeah. for that. You yeah. know, uh, uh, it, it, you, the people, we, the people, we, I'm, I'm William Shatner now, it, we, the people. <laughs> that what you call E. Plebnista. Yeah, yes, get to decide. Who, who the candidates will be. Right. And sadly, tragically, for whatever stupid, freakish reason, Kamala Harris just didn't have the numbers. Mm-hmm. It's not because there was some plot by the Democratic Party or by the news media right. or anything else. Bless her heart and bless your heart. She just didn't have the numbers, and you just have to accept that. And and the same may prove to be true of Warren, or maybe it won't. We haven't gotten to the most important votes yet. It's too early. And please stop. Please stop saying the Democratic Party is trying to screw over this candidate or that candidate because all that's doing is giving Donald Trump fuel, fuel. to troll. He is exactly. in full concern trolling mode right now. I don't know if you saw one of his tweets today, but he's back on the whole thing about how the Democrats are rigging the primaries against Bernie. That's a big concern trolling thing. He is triangulating. Remember when everyone used to criticize the Clintons for triangulation? That's exactly what Donald Trump is doing right now. He's playing both sides against each other. He's trying to trying to get the Bernie people all pissed off at the rest of the party so it just generates chaos sure. and mayhem on the Democratic side. Remember, it was like uh, maybe 2008, Rush Limbaugh invented something called Operation Chaos. And the point was to get as many Republicans to vote in open primaries for, in that case, strangely enough, coming from Rush Limbaugh, for Hillary Clinton so that it would keep the all of the animosity and the shovel fighting going on in that primary, keep that in perpetuity and to actually exacerbate it. And that was Rush Limbaugh's entire goal, Operation Chaos. Donald Trump is engaged right now in a version of Operation Chaos. They are trying desperately to get uh, Republicans to temporarily register as Democrats to get into as many primaries as they can, where you have to be registered registered as that party. Otherwise, they're just trying to get Republicans to vote in the Democratic primary when it doesn't wow. matter what party you're from we, to, to to participate. We, we've got to clean up, and what I mean is tidy up the way we do elections. Yeah, uh, I'm not suggesting they're crooked. I'm suggesting they're mismatched and disorganized right. and incompatible with each other. Uh, and, and and that that's a problem. But also, you know, Trump perhaps has learned from Putin uh, divide and conquer. Yeah. Uh, a favorite story from my teenage youth, uh, a couple of contemporaries ended up in traffic court and uh, they were, it was apparently cited for the same thing. I'm not sure of those details, but they were they were separated. They were they took one out of the room, uh, you know, for his proceeding, and then brought the other one in for his proceeding. And uh, the judge asked uh, one of the young men, "Do you know why I'm I'm separating you?" And the kid said, "Well, sure, divide and conquer." <laughs> uh, and and to some people, this comes naturally, but yeah. uh, that's what. And, and as far as uh, the Limbaugh's and and other Trump helpers, I think sometimes they think that. Uh, they're doing a service by trashing one of the candidates. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, and, and yeah, dividing, I think, to a large degree uh, is their goal. But I think they want to denigrate to, to the degree possible, of course, the person they fear will be running against Trump. Mm-hmm. Right. And the whole point of this is to not give Trump that ammunition, to not right. give him Please talking don't. points to be able to use in order right. to triangulate against the Democrats. And by uh, candidate X or candidate Y or candidate BS, I guess you throw that in there too, because let's be specific. Uh, Bernie Sanders and, and his supporters saying the Democrats are rigging this primary against him is only helping Donald Trump. It is helping Donald Trump to get reelected, is helping and Donald Trump yeah. sow chaos within the Democratic Party. Please stop helping Donald Trump. That is the nope. ultimate point of this entire discussion is that the Democrats need to, no matter who which candidate you support, you gotta stop helping Donald Trump. And when you attack uh, another candidate, somebody else's candidate, you are helping Donald Trump. Right. Please, 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 for the sake of defeating Donald Trump, zip it. Yes. That's right. Thank you, Morton Downey Jr. Um, Okay, so here's something that Donald Trump is doing once again to try to troll Democrats. Uh Donald Trump has announced today that he is, no, I don't think he announced it yet, but I just think the word got out that he is going to commute the sentence of Rod Blagojevich and also... On top of all of that, in addition to Rod Blagojevich, who is uh-huh. is a Democrat, he right. is also going to pardon uh, Bernie Carrick. So let's right. let's start with Blagojevich. Um, those <laughs> yeah. The- well, first first it was the the forty former owner of the San Francisco 49ers. Oh right, right, who, right. Who failed to report felony bribery? That was the first a pardon of the day. Yeah. And then that was followed by a commuting the sentence of Blagojevich. Blagojevich. And, and, and then uh, after that, this is just in, and, and you just alluded to it, uh-huh. uh, not only former New York police commissioner Bernard Carrick, but also a financier Michael Milken. Oh, my, are you kidding me? Michael Milken? Is he still yeah. alive? The, yes, and those are pardons. So that's that's three pardons and a commute. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. Put your, put your left foot in, put your right foot out. <laughs> so, Blagojevich, as we all know, I guess Donald Trump now feels some kind of simpatico with Blagojevich because what Blagojevich was doing was uh, trying to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he well, was, it's, he's caught you know, on tape doing it. it yeah, he, look, look at what... Look at the crimes that uh, Trump is pardoning here. First of all, the purpose of this is to remind very soundly of his pardon power, Mm. which uh, he, you know, may well exert in the case of Roger Stone. This comes in the midst of this whole Roger Stone battle between Trump and and justice. And I I mean that in the small J sense of the word. Um, (laughs) You know, and and I mean, that's what this is. This is this is fodder for that battle and and just a reminder of hey i can do this i can do this and and look at the types of crimes he's pardoning financial crimes bribery yep. uh selling a public office in other words he's saying corruption okay with me yeah meanwhile oh uh, bernie carrick here's the here's the rap yeah. sheet on bernie carrick he admitted Please. that he had employed an illegal immigrant as a nanny and this started an avalanche of illegal activities that became exposed during the uh, you remember the culture of corruption talking point that led up to the 2006 midterms well he was a big part of that culture of corruption surrounding George W. Bush his admission touched off state and federal investigations as a result of which in 2006 
Carrick pled guilty in Bronx Supreme Court to two unrelated ethics violations uh, and was ordered to pay $221,000 in fines. And then he pleaded guilty in 2009 in the Southern District of New York to eight federal charges, including tax fraud, false statements, and on February 18, 2010, was sentenced to four years in federal prison. And now he's done. But now I guess Donald Trump is going to erase that from his record with this this pardon because trump's only helping the the finest people the very best people (laughs) these are all cases of corruption bribery financial crimes you know this is his these are his people bob these are his people yeah that's right well i mean they're all batman villains that's the entire thing and and we're hearing about new charges uh regarding that uh rogues gallery of batman villains uh where uh, federal prosecutors are considering additional charges against uh uh, all these Rudy Giuliani henchmen, Lev Parnas, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. and at least one and of his Igor business partners, Fruman. yeah, Igor Fruman, uh, uh-huh. and this all has to is all centered now around fraud guarantee. That's the same company that paid Giuliani uh, half a million dollars just as Parnas began helping Giuliani arrange meetings in Ukraine to dig up dirt on Biden and his son. Brief question before we take a, a short break. I, I hope I, know, I think I know what it is. I hope it's the question I anticipate. Okay, do you think the fact that Donald Trump went after Joe Biden um, was a wasted effort politically for Trump <laughs> or whether it actually worked to hurt Joe Biden in the primaries, therefore uh, allowing Donald Trump to not have to run against Joe Biden in the general election? Or was Joe Biden going to implode anyway in these first two primaries? Uh, no, I think it's the former. I think I think Trump's plan worked. Yeah. I, I think especially, and I refer back to the people I mentioned before, the the uh, the skeptics among independents and, mm. and liberals and, for that matter, conservatives, that, that uh, you know, they're all bad. Uh, and and uh, you, we heard a lot of that, I think, especially uh, during the talk about the Bidens that was falsely, you know, perpetrated by the Republicans. Uh, you know, I, it, it had people saying, well, you know, that it, that really isn't right what the Bidens did. And, you know, in, in that way, it, it isn't. But yeah. uh, it certainly pales in comparison to Ivanka and Jared and, and, and everything that's going on now. Uh, let's end all of it, but let's investigate the, the real crimes. And I think we have evidence of that uh, before us right now. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, I'm really on the fence as, to, as far as my answer to that question goes. Because I think on Could one be. hand, I think on one hand, some Democrats got spooked by the fact that there would be this yes. but her yes. emails scandal surrounding yes. Joe Biden. But at the same time, I get the sense that uh, th- that it was a little bit more complicated. Than that remember Fred Thompson on the Republican side? Fred Thompson was uh, yes. highly regarded as being a potential successor to Ronald Reagan. Like he was going to be the next Reagan yeah. because he's got this right. swagger. He's got a, a type of character he, that he would he play was an actor, in right. movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then he was he was also in uh, the Senate uh, from Tennessee and. Then Fred Thompson ran for president for real in 2008 and just disappointed Republicans from coast to coast. He just wasn't the guy that they were hoping he would be. So they kind of said, hey, you know what, I guess... Fred well, Thompson's yeah. passed his sell-by date, and we can't, we can't really uh, get behind that guy. I think maybe the same thing happened to Joe Biden, where people like the idea of Joe Biden and knew that Joe mm-hmm. Biden was a good, decent man, 
But first the, name they recognized, yes. Exactly right. And the name recognition had a lot to do with yes. it. Certainly right. the oomph, the heft of Barack Obama had something to do with it too. Yes. But then once he finally got out and was meeting with people, appearing in debates, talking about corn pop, uh, I almost <laughs> said soda pop. Uh, maybe this is why Ed McMahon never got The Tonight Show. <laughs> You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's a- uh, I, no, yeah, I, I think, I think, really, it's both, Bob. I yeah. think, I think Trump's campaign did work, but yes, Biden, Biden had what I call the Mueller disappointment. You know, yeah. he had. Oh it yeah, wasn't, another it, good comparison. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't quite what we were hoping for. Yep. Uh, quite what we expected. He got those high numbers initially off expectations, and you're right, he didn't live up to those expectations. But I also think that uh, it made some Democrats nervous and made him uh, the target of some some scorn yeah. uh, that uh, a lot of voters just didn't want to have to deal with. I'd love to hear uh, thoughts in the comments, uh, especially over on Patreon, certainly at bobseskit.com. I'd love to hear what you had to say about this uh, question as to what ultimately has hurt Joe Biden, maybe irreparably. So is it the Trump plan with uh, Ukraine and everything? Did that damage him? Is it uh, just his disappointing performances? Like he didn't really rise to expectations during the uh, debates and so on. Uh, was, it, was it Saturday Night Live? Did, yeah. You know, was there any of those? Was it, corn, those was it in- corn pop? Was it yes. the corn pop story? Old, as, as they portray him telling a story, he promises not to be racist. That's right. It's about old black Joe. <laughs> God. <laughs> All right. So uh, with that in mind, I want to give you the latest news about liberal broadcaster Bill Press. I don't know if you've heard of Bill Press. Bill Press is a legendary broadcaster. He's no longer doing his progressive morning show, but that doesn't mean he's gone away. No way. He's out now with a great new podcast, the Bill Press Pod, and that drops twice a week. Check out the Bill Press Pod for Bill's interviews with some of the country's leading progressives, Maxine Waters, Mark Pokin, uh, Jamie Raskin, all roasting Donald Trump, plus his lively end-of-the-week roundtable with three of Washington's top political reporters commenting on the latest craziness from the White House, Congress, and the 2020 Democratic primary. Uh, For years, Bill has been one of the leading progressive voices in the country so i'm glad he's still out there on the left stronger than ever i encourage you to join me by subscribing to bill press's new podcast just go over to wherever you get your podcast search for the bill press pod click on subscribe and you're in for a true progressive experience on the bill press podcast don't forget to do that next up let's talk about uh plexiderm our favorite plexiderm and you gotta in order to really see the full effect of plexiderm you gotta Picture your face in a mirror and then think about some of those areas that you'd like to see improve, but you don't want to necessarily go for Botox or plastic surgery. Do you see crow's feet, large under eye bags, those fine lines and wrinkles around your eyes? I see those. I do. Uh, But now imagine that they're gone. And I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery. I'm talking about gone in a matter of minutes. It is called Plexiderm, a clinically studied topical serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in just a matter of minutes. We've been talking about this for months. It is the edge you've been looking for. And if you don't believe it, I didn't either until I tried it. Now, Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself at work or out with friends. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know that you're using it unless you tell them. Go to tryplexiderm.com and use my code VOICES, V-O-I-C-E-S, for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm, plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off, plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code 
voices. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today and use the code VOICES at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com, code VOICES. Thank you. The Bob Seska Show. Love this. this is oh. Soul Crackers. The name of the band is Soul Crackers. And you know what? I've been meaning to play Soul Crackers for almost a year now. I feel terrible because uh, Christopher Hutton from our Patreon page submitted Soul Crackers, uh, his band, like back in March of 2019. Oh. And it just, it got lost in the mix. And I'm so disappointed and upset with myself that I, I forgot about Soul Crackers. But this is... Uh, oh. Marvin Gaye's What's Going On from 30 yeah. Years of Soul. That's the name of the album. Oh, they're getting it done here. I love this. Can we just, can we play this a lot, please? I really, <laughs> absolutely. I really, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, really great. Oh, man. All right. Uh, you know what we have? You have a top five list for us today, don't you? Well, Bob, as you know, this past week, uh, Attorney General William Barr said Trump's tweets were making it impossible for him to do his job. Yeah. So uh, here now are the top five other things that make it impossible for Bill Barr to do his job. Ready? There we go. Number five, the eyeglasses aren't real. <laughs> Number four, some guy keeps punching the back of his seat. <laughs> Number three, Mrs. Barr's insistence on having a date night. Number two, Lindsey Graham's insistence on having a date night. And the number one other thing that makes it impossible for Bill Barr to do his job. Number one. Too many cupcakes. (laughs) There it is. Very nicely done, my friend. Thank you. I love it so much. Yes. We uh, heard so much about that this past week. That's right. We both want to be David Letterman when we grow up. And... uh, (laughs) I think there's it's worse fun. things to aspire to, huh? <laughs> I, I hope people don't mind that we play at it a bit from time to time. Yes, we do. We love it. Um, okay, let's see. Where were we? Uh, oh, what the fuck is this all about? A judge... Uh, <laughs> it's, our, it's our new feature. The new feature on the Bob Seska Show. What the fuck is this all about? <laughs> I'm telling you, we need a jingle now. I swear <laughs> to God, I want a jingle of j- yeah. legitimate jingle <laughs> singers like these people. The Bob Seska Show. I want those people singing, what the fuck is this all about? <laughs> if only we knew someone. <laughs> RMM. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're talking about Rocky Mountain Mike. Even better. Oh, even was. better. Rocky Mountain Mike, Marion Ann Arbor. I think we have an assignment for you. What the <laughs> fuck is this all about? <laughs> Holy I, shit. You gotta, you gotta love it, right? <laughs> and I just made up a new one. I think we ought to do another segment called Holy Shit. Holy and then shit, have a jingle yeah. for that, too. Um, the judge presiding over Roger Stone's case ordered both sides to participate yeah. in a phone hearing after all four prosecutors in charge of the case resigned in protest of Bill Barr and Donald Trump. 
Uh, Judge Amy Berman Jackson ordered the unusual conference call in the wake of Bill Barr's intervention and Stone's sentencing recommendation. It's unclear whether Judge Jackson will decide to proceed with Stone's uh, sentencing, sentencing on Thursday as scheduled, especially yeah. after Stone's attorneys filed a second motion for a new trial last week. So, I, you know what? I'm completely on the fence about this. I don't know if she's going to go along with this or not. I, I, I'm really on the edge of my seat. What do you think? I mean, what, do you have any sense in terms of what this is all about? I, you know, it, this, this complaint's been filed about the juror. I, I don't think it's a legit complaint from, mm-hmm. from what I understand. Uh, here's what I think is going to happen. I think, and I, I could be wrong about this, because no. I, 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 the part I'm going to maybe be wrong about is whether or not she delays the sentencing. But I don't think she will. Because this has been put off and she's denied other delays. Uh, so I think she's going to go through with it on Thursday. And I think uh, the sentence will be four years. Well, you know what? Look. That's what I think. Because that's it. the low end. That's that's the lower end of the federal guidelines for sentencing. Yeah. And it's it's just significant enough to piss off Trump. <laughs> but uh, and, and just significant enough to, to please Democrats. Uh, but it is not the higher end that you and I both know he deserves. And this has been What the Fuck Is This All About? <laughs> uh, brand new, <laughs> brand new segment. Insert show, yes. jingle here. Uh, okay, so... Moving. By the way, that's all, that's all copyrighted by the way. <laughs> Don't try to steal our bit, Bill Press. I know Bill Press has got his new podcast. He's going to start doing What the Fuck I Is heard, This All About? Yeah. I heard. By the way, I during the commercial break, I ran out and got us sandwiches. Here's yours. <laughs> Me too. I did too. And that's how long that commercial break was. Uh, Former National Security Advisor John Bolton suggested that his forthcoming book contains revelations about Trump's misconduct that go beyond his pressure campaign in Ukraine. I can only oh, imagine what this might be. This is, can't, that can't possibly be true, Bob. How could he do more than one bad thing? You know the difference between John Bolton and his book? Uh, his book has a spine. But I'm Ching. There we Thank you for the drum roll, drummer. The invisible drummer that sits behind me. Uh, Bolton said the Ukraine revelations were like sprinkles on the ice cream sundae in terms of what's in the book. Uh, so, you know, F you. F him. You know, Jesus that's just. Fuck yeah, you, you know, he, he, he revealed nothing. Thank you. That was perfect. He revealed nothing uh, last night in that appearance. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, to the answer to one question, he said, read chapter 14. Well, no. And that was after he said that the White House would probably censor parts of it. So who the hell even knows if there'll be a chapter 14? Yeah. F you, F you, F you, F you. Yeah, I mean, there. <laughs> I would suggest that we calibrate our expectations toward it being a lot less than what he's saying it's going to be. I, I saw somebody online today urging people to cancel their pre-orders of his book. Oh, and yeah. I, I thought that was pretty... That was pretty cool. Well, I mean, he had an opportunity for the information that he possesses, the things that he observed, to actually make a difference, to actually have an impact on history, on the presidency, on on his reputation. And I would suggest that John Bolden has a lot of reputational repair to do after all of this, because now he's irritated the Trump people, he's irritated the (laughs) Democrats. Who is left? I mean, maybe the never-Trumpers? I don't know if you know if they're on board with John Bolton. John Bolton's a man without an audience right now. So Disliked by Republicans and Democrats, so it's uh, him and Jim Comey at this point. The two of them <laughs> right. start, a, start a new party of people no one likes. Chuck Todd has bought his copy of John oh, Bolton's yeah. book, and I'm sure Chuck Todd is in, enjoying the book, and he'd be the only one at the- 
at this point if he's got an advanced copy. Well, you know, earlier we were talking about Donald Trump trolling the left by, Mm -hmm. you know, defending Bernie, uh, by pardoning Rod Blagojevich. Well, here, why don't we troll Donald Trump back? Because, you know, here's the thing. I thought Biff, (laughs) Donald Trump, totally destroyed ISIS. In fact, last month he said he destroyed 100% of ISIS. My Uh guess is... Donald Trump doesn't understand numbers, and right. what else does he not understand, Buzz? Anything. Anything. Thank you. He, he knows. Yeah. He knows nothing about nothing. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he destroyed. This is what he said. This is in January of 2020. This is less than a month ago. Donald uh-huh. Trump said he destroyed 100% of ISIS. Right. Well, then sure. we land on this uh, news story today showing what? that ISIS has double the number of soldiers across Iraq and Syria than it did when it swept through the region in 2014. And this is coming to us from the Kurds themselves. So uh, uh, here's where he got confused. He thought it was a 100% decrease. It's actually a 100% increase. <laughs> right he doesn't understand how that all works is it 100 more is it 100 less let's just say it's 100 more because who the fuck cares (laughs) jesus christ well i mean again this is something that donald trump is going to spend the next uh whatever it is 10 months crowing about i destroyed isis i destroyed isis i destroyed isis is gone there is no more isis and then we just keep reading news stories oh, about sure. how Barzani, who is the leader, the prime minister of the autonomous region of Kurdistan, Iraqi Kurdistan, Barzani believes the terror group still has 20,000 fighters in Iraq and Syria and is trying to recruit more. And that's another thing Donald Trump doesn't understand is that when you kill one leader, another leader steps up into that power vacuum. Uh, yes. You kill a bunch of fighters and more fighters become radicalized and they join up the, right. with, with ISIS. It's just a recruiting tool and every time Donald Trump opens his big fat yapper and starts crowing about how he destroyed ISIS my guess is and I, I'm probably not wrong in this but my guess is that's a recruiting tool for ISIS it's just like let's take a videotape of Donald oh, Trump probably. yeah and they I'm sure they still use videotape ISIS not as sophisticated as we are <laughs> that's right well maybe that's something Donald Trump's going to destroy all their VCRs next or super, something super 8 video they're using <laughs> They're probably using tape of or video, whatever technology we're talking about here, to recruit more fighters to ISIS, just based on Donald Trump's own words. I mean, he doesn't understand that. He doesn't understand anything. Anything, That's right. That's right, right. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the White House memo justifying the assassination of Soleimani back in January uh-huh. doesn't mention an imminent threat anywhere in that document. And no, funny how they left that out. They, it was time for the White House to put in writing to Congress an explanation yeah. of why they killed the top general of Iran. Uh, only uh, The only thing that this document explains is their position, the White House's position on the law. It never even addresses the reason Soleimani was killed because it knows that that reason, that he was an eminent threat, and all the other false reasons they gave are, in fact, false and cannot be proved and they had to leave it out of this document they sent to Congress. That's right. That's right. So Donald Trump lied again. Liar. Well, and you know, when you when, when you sort of started this, you were talking about another lie a second ago. What occurred to me is everything he has said 
publicly uh, since yeah. the start of the campaign and through his presidency. It's all been lies, and right. it's all been, and it didn't matter if it was true. It didn't matter to him. It didn't matter to the people for whom it was a dog whistle. It just mattered that he said it. And uh, so uh, this is this is his. So everything he says is a lie. Every lie he tells is a campaign. That's is right. A campaign point. And so the reason for this, and the reason for this stupid scrap now uh, with Obama about who made the economy good. Oh right. Uh, you know. Uh, by the way, I'm very pleased that Obama uh, plans to get uh, very, very, very actively and very loudly involved in the. Uh, general election campaign. Yes. Once the, once the convention. Once we have a, assuming we do. Oh please, <laughs> assuming we do have have a, a Democratic nominee. Uh, you know, Barack Obama is going to be out there for him. I'm very excited about that season because that's going to be Obama on Trump, and that'll be fun. Yeah, Barack Obama tweeted uh, this on the 17th. This would be yesterday. He said, 11 years ago today, near the bottom of the worst recession in generations, I signed the Recovery Act, paving the way for more than a decade of economic growth and the longest streak of job creation in American history. This has been one of the longest expansions of the economy in the in the entire history of keeping track of that sort of thing. And it was entirely traced back, and this is completely reasonable to say this, you can trace all of this back to uh, February of 2009. The first thing that Barack Obama and his administration did out of the chute was to pass the Recovery Act, which was so tremendous for the future of the economy. It changed, if you look at the numbers, you look at all of the leading economic indicators, you see a, a very distinct change in the direction of the economy right at that point, right yeah. when that thing was signed. And it here's was, a radio, here's a radio picture for everybody. Yeah. You're looking, you're looking at a graph and there's a, the line starts at the bottom mm. on the left side. And as the line moves right, it goes upward at about a 40 degree angle. And yeah. that represents the, the growth and the improvement in the economy. And what you will notice about that line is there are no glitches in it. Yeah. It, in other words, nothing changed. There's no bend in the line. Nothing has changed since the 2016 election. Yeah, that's exactly so, right. So this is the track we were on. Thank goodness Trump hasn't screwed it up. But, uh, you know, and that's what the latest stupid argument is about that you may or may not be hearing about. Well, here's another sports metaphor, because you know how much I oh, love good. the sport. We were talking about this, this earlier. Th today's a real <laughs> bonus for sports fans, isn't it? <laughs> well, in baseball, imagine a baseball game in which your favorite team is just destroying the away team. And for the first six innings, you're just running up the score. It's a great day, great afternoon at the park because your team is winning. Let's say the score is 62 to 45. There you go. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> that's, that's how much we know. <laughs> All those baseball games that run up scores right. like that. Sure, right. of course, that's exactly <laughs> what the score is. So let's yes. just say 62 to 45. <laughs> Uh, after six innings, the starting pitcher says, hey, you know what? I'm going to save my arm for the next game. Uh, manager, why don't you bring in the next uh, pitcher? And so one of the relief pitchers comes in, pitches the last three innings. The score continues to get run up. Who gets the win? Who gets the win in that particular game? The starting pitcher gets the win because the starting pitcher started the trend. The team, before the relief pitcher came in, 
Obviously, Donald Trump is the relief pitcher who comes in for the last three innings. But then the relief pitcher says, oh, no, wait a minute. I get all the credit for all of those, you know, all those runs that were scored for the first six innings. That is bullshit math right there. That is bullshit as far as, uh, you know, self-aggrandizement and taking credit. Being born, and yet another sports metaphor, being born on third base and insisting that you hit a triple. That's not how it works. But yet, that's how Donald Trump is seeing all of this because, well, the lies, the lies, the lies. Right, the lies. right. And anything to protect himself and aggrandize himself, that's that's what he does. That's how that's he right. ticks. It's like breathing for him. Well, one last break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about losing your health care to own the libs right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out. Unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. If I push you to the ground, you would stay down forever. The question is clear to see. Okay, I got to tell you about Yard Sale, this band right here. Uh, the other day, my mom and I met uh, met up with, down in uh, D.C., we met up at the Old Ebbets Grill uh, oh, yeah. with an old family friend of ours. Uh, I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm always hesitant to mention names because of all Protecting of the uh, Trumper, Trumper trolls, right. yes. But her daughter is, is someone I grew up with, uh, old family friends. The daughter named Haley has a band out of Boston, and the band is called Yard Sale. These are kids. These are high school kids. Uh-huh. And, uh, boy, some really great music here. Yard Sale, and the song is called Parachute from their debut album on Spotify called Everything Must Go. Uh, this is Haley and her band here. Uh, again, in Boston, they're playing live dates all around the Boston metropolitan area. So... Make sure to go support uh, Yard Sale. Just some great kids and some great music. And uh, yeah, despite my recent declaration that there were out of songs, uh, music is far from dead. Uh, the yeah. kids are amazing. I, I you know, they, they really are. And and I really like what I heard there. It, it got very pretty under the part where you were talking, but but in the early part of it, it I, I was hearing a little bit of that what I call sort of girl attitude. Yeah. From uh, they, they, we heard from say the waitresses, for example. Oh yeah, definitely. It had that it had that sort of feel to it 
as it started out. I like that sort of, it's sort of a tough attitude. I like it. Well, Haley was in town to check out American University because she's going to, going to school, ah, trying to go to school. Wow. She's a junior right now, but she's trying to go to school for uh, music production. And so she's looking at some, uh, some really some excellent schools that has some excellent grades and is certainly talented enough to uh, get into that field. Right. So, yeah, a big, big round of applause for uh, Yard Sale. And, you know, it's yeah, not the first time we played younger bands here on the show. We played... Uh, Mark Ronick's uh, daughter's band. Uh, See, that's what I was referring to. Carousel, when, when I said yeah. The young, the youngest artists, the newest artists are are just amazing. She's certainly incredibly talented, and and so yeah, we should play some more from Maya as well. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking too. God, I hope some of these kids bring back rock and roll into the top forty. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing know, that out the way, there. <laughs> do you know that when Maya was a toddler, yeah, she sat on my knee and I read her the night before Christmas. Oh my God! And that's oh actually how they're, they're the recording that I release every year. That's actually how that got started. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Yeah, it's amazing how fast uh, time flies here. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I was show- showing around pictures of uh, me with Haley's mom when we were both uh, like a year old, and I was wow. tr- I was trying to kiss Haley's mom in this picture, oh, and Bob, and Bob, m- Bob. missing missing horribly, <laughs> missing horribly. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing has changed. Yeah. I would love, nope. I would love to meet you at Old Ebbett Grill again. I, I love that place. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been there for a long time. Oh boy, was that great! I had the shrimp and grits, delicious. One of their specialties at Old Ebbett, and uh, didn't see any Trump people there. I was disappointed. I was no, hoping to no, see. No, they're all over. They're all yeah. over at the hotel. Yeah, they, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. They hang yeah, out down at yeah. Trump International. I dare you to go over there. Um, okay, so losing your health care to own the libs. This seems to be something that the Trump supporters love to do they love screwing over their own health insurance Mm -hmm. and their own health coverage just because they love donald trump well in this case uh trump is uh pushing for what he's referring to as medicaid transparency and what this is going to do is worsen uh, the availability of medical coverage in rural areas that really need the yeah. Medicaid expansion that's in uh, the Affordable usual. Care Act and so on. Yeah. Hurting his own people, as usual. Yep, yeah. yep. So it's in the final stages. Trump is in the final stages of proposing a, uh, a change to Medicaid that he says will increase financial transparency because you know how much Donald Trump loves financial transparency. Oh, my God, does he love transparency. Oh, man, when I think financial transparency, the first face I go to is that gigantic pumpkin head and all of the tax returns that he's released, all of the completely honest and above-boards financial disclosures that he's presented to the public. And and that goes hand-in-hand, of course, with his medical records. He's just full of the transparency. Uh, But healthcare advocates say this will cause uh, vulnerable hospitals to close and hurt Medicaid yep. beneficiaries right. in this effort right. to increase transparency. The administration's rule will require hospitals and states to share more data about the funds they receive through Medicaid, but at the same time, it's going to lead to a decrease in Medicaid's funding or federal matching dollars by redefining what is considered to be public funds. It's all complicated uh, jargon for, yeah, we're coming after your Medicaid, so don't rely on your Medicaid for too much longer because we're going to screw you out of it because... I had something about that last week. Uh, yeah, here we go. Um, uh, this, maybe this will make it a little more clear. Uh, Trump is basically running on a platform that would rip health care coverage from millions of people, as you said, uh, many of his 
many of his own people mainly. Yeah. Federal budget, he proposed uh, this past week, cuts hundreds of billions of dollars to Medicaid, cuts it to the Children's Health Insurance Program. I know an important yeah, issue that, to yeah. you, Bob. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of billions of dollars from Medicare for the elderly, uh, the very thing he promised to protect. So it's not just Medicaid, it's Medicare, and tens of billions from Social Security, which he also promised to protect. <laughs> and, 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 and so not only has he not delivered a much better health care plan than Obama's Affordable Care Act, he has no health care plan at all. Yeah. And, and, I, and, and has in the meantime damaged Obamacare by taking $844 billion out of it and driving 2 million people off the program. Well, let's go back to his State of the Union address here for a second, because now that we're on the topic okay. of health care, I remember he said uh, quite explicitly during the State of the Union that he was going to protect uh, people with pre-existing yes. conditions. He did, he did say that, didn't he? Yes, and we know exactly what that's going to be. You know what the protection for pre-existing conditions Donald Trump is going to propose, or Donald Trump is going to try to pass in his second term? He's going to can't afford it. Yeah. Well, first thing he's going to do is eliminate all of the protections in the Affordable Care Act. That entire thing in a second term is gone. If the Democrats can't win back the Senate, there's a very strong chance that Donald Trump is just going to continue to eat away at the Affordable Care Act. If this court situation where they are not defending the Affordable Care Act in court, if that doesn't work, I'm sure Donald Trump's got some other schemes under his belt to be able to uh, wheel out and use against the Affordable Care Act. And once that's gone, here's his proposal. This is what's going to happen to people with pre-existing conditions. You're going to be shoved in these catastrophic health care plans. These ones that, yeah, gigantic premiums, very little coverage, huge out-of-pocket expenses. So, yeah, you're going to have, quote-unquote, I'm I'm making dick quotes with my fingers, you're going to have health insurance, but it is going to suck. It is going to be like that terrible uh, catastrophic liability insurance that uh, that existed before the Affordable Care Act. But now, if you have pre-existing conditions, you have you're able to get the same health insurance coverage as people who don't have pre-existing conditions. That's part of the beauty of the Affordable right. Care Act. You eliminate that. Donald Trump's going to stick you in a catastrophic uh, uh, insurance policy that you are really not going to be able to use at all. This is why Nancy Pelosi has reminded candidates and and uh, her people in Congress consistently that their number one issue this year is health care, health care, health care. Yeah. And, know, and, a- and because, was, because the Democrats have it and Trump doesn't. In fact, Trump has negative health care. That is to say, health care that takes away from what you have. Yeah, and and if you have decided to be a never Bloomberg Democrat and you're going to vote for a third party candidate or not fill in any blank on the presidential part of the the ballot. just be a dick in general. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to do all that stuff, you have to bear in mind that there are a couple of things. And I'm not, again, I'm not endorsing Mike Bloomberg. I don't have any favorites in this. But you know what Mike Bloomberg's going to do? He's going to protect your health insurance. Mike Bloomberg probably going to pass some serious gun control legislation. If there's anything about Mike Bloomberg is that he's spent a fortune on pushing for gun control measures. Liberal causes. Yeah, and the other thing he's going to do is he's going to be able to reverse the trajectory of the courts. He is going to be able to replace... The country. Yeah, Supreme Court justices. Think about the courts. Uh, think about that. Are, this is not an endorsement. It's just, it Really what it is is yeah. a reminder to avoid the purity test. That's and right. Yeah. Oh, I've got stuff I wish I hadn't done. Yeah. Uh, but... but uh, <laughs> Yeah. even some shows but but <laughs> you know, this one 
<laughs> no, no, no. But uh, this is me. No, I'm 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 like the Hope Hicks of the Bob Seska podcast family. <laughs> I, just, I just keep coming back. Jesus. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean, I made some mistakes in my voting life. One in particular uh, that I've talked about in the past. So this is not breaking news. But in the year 2000. What? You mean you're not pure? Yeah, in the year. Oh, well, I'm out of here. Well, I did. No, I mean, I had a purity test. That's the point. I voted based (laughs) on a purity test, and I walked into the voting booth in 2000 in the state of Pennsylvania. Yes, granted, it was solidly blue at the time, but in, uh, in 2000, I walked into the voting booth, and in my head, I was hearing the voice of Michael Moore. And Michael Moore saying, which he was saying at the time, that Uh both Al Gore and George W. Bush were the same guy. And if I voted for Al Gore, it was the same as voting for George W. Bush. So you know what? That's how far that back that goes. Yeah. That business of the both sides are bad. Right, right. Oh, God, yeah. And I think that's one of the places, one of the times, one of the elections in which it, it kind of got started in terms of the modern version of all of that. Sounds about right. And, and stupid fucking me, I voted for Ralph Nader in 2000. And I, oh, uh, Bob. <laughs> It How is. can we ever, you're not pure. How can we ever listen to your show again? <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's, a, again, I walked in with a purity test. I said, I'm not voting for Al Gore because he's just like George W. Bush. Thank you, Michael Moore. That was a and, smart choice. And what I'm saying is, is if we applied a purity test to you, you yeah. would fail it and we'd all have to go away. But guess what? We're not going to do that because right. we don't play. We don't play the purity game. That's exactly right. And and we should never play the purity game, especially when there is a tyrant oh. in the White House, and we have to get rid of that tyrant. I mean, allow, allow me allow me to paraquote Jean Luc Picard from the latest episode. Oh yes, he said, "Never let perfection." become the enemy of the good oh you noticed that too i was you know oh. what i completely forgot about that i'm so glad you brought that up because he that is an exact quote from it the is latest an exact episode. quote yeah. jean-luc picard quoting uh-huh. barack obama was everything as far as i'm concerned <laughs> i there have been some star trek fans who are shitting all over that new series i love it to death i am Totally on board, 100% on board with the Picard series. There. And it wasn't just because my favorite ever Star Trek character quoted my favorite ever president, <laughs> but that that made a big a big no. impact on me personally. If Thank they don't you. if they don't like it, they're just cranky babies. <laughs> All right, Buzz Burbank news and comment coming up this Thursday, including my uh, commentary deep dive into uh, why we got to stop sharing pro-Trump propaganda on social yeah. media and uh, and so much more. The very best hour of news that you're going to get all week, and I mean that 1,000%. Buzz Burbank News and Comment at buzzburbank.com, also realmnetwork.com, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Meanwhile, Sexy Liberal Podcast Network, sexyliberal.com. Make sure to get all of your Sexy Liberal merch. There is a Sexy Liberal, uh, what is it, Sexy Liberal Unity Tour and figure out what that acronym stands for. That is SLUT. It is the SLUT Tour. Oh, and uh, you can catch all the dates there. You can pick up your very own SLUT merch at sexyliberal.com. And then, of course, you can find all your favorite Sexy Liberal Podcast Network programs, including this one. Uh, that's coming up. Oh, wait. No. You know what's coming up? That's the Postmortem Show. That's coming up next on our Patreon page. Oh, 
bobseskashow.com, patreon.com slash bobseskashow. Sign up for $5 a month. You can listen to the postmortem show twice a week after the Tuesday show and after the Thursday show. We just keep on talking when this music finishes with all kinds of additional commentary and discussion what's happening with the Trump crisis and so on. Personal stories and all that crap. Uh, that's again on our Patreon page. Thank you for supporting us over there. We'll see you on the postmortem show. Bye, folks. Bye-bye. No purity tests. Uh, picture your face in the mirror. Do you see all those wrinkles around your eyes? How about crow's feet or those large under eye bags? Now imagine that they're gone. And I'm not talking about some risky, expensive surgery. I'm talking about gone in just minutes. You know what it's called. It is called Plexiderm. It's a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles, crow's feet, and under eye bags in just a matter of minutes. It's topical. It's the edge you've been looking for. And if you don't believe it, I didn't either until I took the test. And now I don't have to imagine anymore. I looked 10 years younger. It was amazing. Simply put, I was blown away by the results. Plexiderm can give you the confidence you'll need to be yourself at work or out with friends. The best part is Plexiderm goes on clear so nobody's going to know that you're using it unless you're telling them. Go to triplexiderm.com and use my code VOICES for 50% off a full-size bottle of Plexiderm plus an additional $10 off. That's right, 50% off plus an extra $10 off. This offer is also available by calling 1-800-685-1292 and mentioning the code VOICES. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today. Use the code VOICES at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com, code VOICES.